Boom, boom, boom. Back again for another episode. Welcome back to the BBX Brevity Box, where brevity is the soul of wit. I think that's the way the comment goes. That's what I read, at least. Uh, and I think we got a lot of wit between the three of us. Uh, soon to be the two of us. Two of us. More on that later. Um, you know, Brevity Box is a podcast that's part of the Ruminations Radio Network. We basically aim to deliver hot takes on pretty much any and everything. If you want to see what other podcasts are part of the network, you can check us out at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. As per usual, I am here with my partners in crime, Becky with the good hair, and Brando who has some news to drop on us later. Again, we'll get to that. Uh, lots gone on. And we took a little bit of a break because life happens and we have other shit to do. Becky's busy uh, torturing her brain through American Ninja Warrior style <laughs> academics, trying to make herself a better person or some shit. I mean, who Just a better that? nurse, you know. And then well, she's, al- she's already the best. <laughs> oh, <stop>. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's... Brando, who's uh, basically made his life enemy like all Elden Ring style, an Elon Musk style monster, uh, sits straight from what the, fuck the stars. You, you hate Elon Musk. And then there's I me. don't hate him. I just think people unnecessarily suck that guy's dick way too much. Word. Ooh, already with the dick. Word. And then me trying to rescue everybody I care about one person at a time. That's what I do. I'm a hero. I keep my cape in the closet. I don't make it obvious, but I'm a hero. Play More on that later. Right now. So, guys. <laughs> Cue the song. <laughs> Cue the song. So, over the few weeks that we have been on a so-called sabbatical, uh, a lot of crazy shit has happened. Yes. And before we start, like, diving into these, like, more meaty topics that we were looking at earlier. Like I just Will want to Smith's get some... big cuck energy? I Okay, so I, let's start there. Because we, we sort of missed the bandwagon of everybody's hyped-up reaction to the slap heard around the world. If you are somehow unaware of what we're talking about during the Oscars, which... I don't know if anybody watches. Fuck I don't. No. I was not watching it, but I, of course, I saw the clip. Uh, you know, Chris Rock, not even the full host of the entire show. He is a there to present an award and makes a comment joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's hair and a really bad well, cheesy joke. Yeah, or lack thereof, and totally ties it to a '90s uh, Demi Moore film. G.I. Jane. Good movie. You can fill in the blanks, look up the context. Both of them had their heads basically clipped so short it was like a buzz cut. Now, the reaction to it right there in real time and out there for you to look at the clip if you have not seen it again, where the where have you been? What are you doing? That that didn't make it into your, your vision. I mean, they may have a life. Were. I mean, even if they do, man, it was saturated everywhere. Anyway, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air gets up walks up on stage and slaps him and in a way that I think initially looked uh, to a lot of people as it, it was fake. Everybody thought it looked fake. It's come to surface that it was not fake. And there's a lot of people, I mean, everybody that has any type of microphone television show has the been really consumed with their reaction to it. People are offended. People are insulted. People through hate at Will Smith, people through hate at Jada Pinkett Smith, a lot of details that I never gave a shit about. And in, in, in a lot of ways, don't give a shit about now about their marriage came out and, uh, and we hadn't had a chance to react to it. So that's what we're going to react to. Will Smith walks up, slaps the hell out of Chris Rock. And Chris Rock was there standing with his hands behind his back because I think he thought it was going to be a bit and it was going to be a joke. Yeah. And then Will Smith returns to his seat and continues to yell in a hostile way that, honestly, I'll tell you my reaction in a second. Your fucking mouth. Yeah, well, I mean, without mocking, he said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, and then repeated it to a bunch of people looking on on him and Chris Rock looking at him, and he says, repeats the same thing, yelling across the entire auditorium, and, uh, and Chris Rock, uh, 
incredible. Probably should have told him to keep other men's dicks out of his wife's mouth. (laughs) Listen, I think I've heard a lot of those jokes for sure. So don't want to get entangled. So Brando is clearly going to be uh, the the most outspoken here. So let's uh, let's start with our hot takes one by one. Brando, why don't you get all your vent energy out, and then I'll let Becky follow up. There's a she. There's a. It's alopecia. She doesn't have fucking cancer. It was a decent joke. She still looked at me. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Jada Pinkett Smith, no hair, still attractive. I mean, she, she's not my thing, but she is not an ugly person. Yeah. On the inside, she she's is. She's She's not I mean, handsome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah no, she's no, crazy yeah, well, on the inside. Becky, you and I are definitely going to get into the introspective part of it, I'm sure. The fucked up uh, but thing please, is, Brando, go ahead. The fucked up thing is Will Smith initially laughs at it, looks over at his wife upset, then yeah. just has to go up there and defend his woman at a joke he already laughed at. I think one of my favorite people in the world, one of the most inspired minds of our generation, T-Bonds, DJ Dadmouth, The Water Champ, Mr. Tom Segura said it best. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to read his tweet because he can sum it up better than I can. So, I'm surprised you're reading a tweet. Oh it's Tommy Buns, man. He gets a pass. He, he, just, pass. Uh, okay, he, he, he just tweeted, fuck Will Smith's candy ass smacking a dude four inches shorter and 50 pounds lighter. He's just in his feelings because his bald-headed bitch been fucking around on him for years and he takes it. We all know who he wishes he could slap. Hashtag cuck Will. Yeah, wow. I mean, look, sharp. I mean, sharp words and hard to argue. She went on her talk show and aired out like a weird fucking affair she had with like her kid's friend. And he just sat there and took it. Yeah, that. uh, So let's. Okay, so you brought it up. Let's talk about this for a second. Um, I think we all know. I think everybody said it, but we're not the first. We're not. Neither one of us are therapists, but. That shit's an unhealthy relationship. Absolutely. And it was already an unhealthy relationship. That's probably why both of their kids are fucking And that's why Tupac is dead. I, I... Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. If Jada couldn't have no him, one else no could. one could. I, have we found the person responsible? <laughs> there is definitely a Jada-Suge Knight connection somewhere. somewhere. We're just kind of missing it. <laughs> it was Jada all along. <laughs> But, 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 no, but here's I, the I, thing. It's, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't like that offensive of a joke. Maybe it would have been fine if Chris Walk just said, just, just play in, Jada. You look beautiful tonight and, and moved on. I don't know. But, it, I mean, the man finally got his dream. He won his Oscar, and then he took a shit on his legacy mm-hmm. right there. He tainted that award. When I see, like... He ruined the biggest night of his life. She ruined it with him as well. Like he's he's not the only one at fault. He was though. he was the one that got up and yeah. did it. I I don't disagree with you there. Is there when I look at like pictures though? I I will say this though. That's like a broken hum, man. Homeboy definitely remembered his training from Ali oh, because that was a see. that was a decent little jab slap. It was. He cocked his head back and he had his he had his you know his main hand up kind of as well, expecting maybe a counter punch. Mm-hmm. Good form, real good form. Yeah, I Full mean, piece of shit, you know, yeah. I mean, so I want you to finish your. Is that is that your hot take? Or do you have any other? Do you have any thoughts about like how do you feel about Will Smith right now? Still cuck Will Smith, and you're angry at him. I mean, uh, do you, are you angry at the Oscars for not removing him? No, no. Are you? Do you because think, the Oscars do you think, not really give that much of a shit about to begin with? I mean, what the man probably okay. should have done was just walk up to him with his weird little gangster walk, put his arm on his shoulder, and said, "We're going to talk backstage about the about the charity you're going to donate to for that little crack." Give him a smack on the butt and walk back to his seat. A real man would have just let that slide, and then if he was really upset with it himself, he would have handled that shit backstage like an adult. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a real child. man is an interesting uh, thing because I have a question about masculinity because uh, who is it? Tiffany Haddish. I think. I don't know. It's in... all fucking weird and toxic now. Everything sucks. Well, I, I don't know anything thing, anymore. The thing that caught my attention about it was something Tiffany Haddish said, and I'll, I'll mention it when it's my turn, but I want to make sure. Are you done yeah, with I your hot I'm... take or do you have more to add? See, I think okay. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. 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 Becky. Yes. You have 
the you woman's the floor. perspective. Two minutes <laughs> uninterrupted. <laughs> yeah, two two in a, uninterrupted minutes. Please go ahead. I just I, like I said when I see pictures, I see a very broken man. I one hundred percent think he's to blame, but I also think Jada's to blame. I think, I mean, she made jokes about her alopecia on her red table talk. She's made jokes about well, it. I think. So what's the difference? She make jokes about it on Twitter within like within like forty eight hours yeah. of this event happening. Yeah, yeah. and then I in so. the past, Will Smith made jokes about alopecia. It's like, what's the big difference? Like, why all of a sudden did you have to get up? Because you looked over at your wife and she was like, "What the fuck are you gonna do?" Like, don't let him talk about me like that. No, they're both to blame. They both should be banned from the Oscars period for 10 years her as well because i can see her going without him if she's ever invited back. yeah i could i could i could see that which I is odd because that. does she even do anything in hollywood anymore well i think she was in the new matrix movie for like 30 seconds or something like yeah yeah she was in a shitty movie for three minutes Woohoo. <laughs> I'm just saying, had had the tables been turned be and it was like a female saying some shit about Will Smith, she wouldn't have got up there and slapped the shit out of the female. Hell no, well, she wouldn't it, have. It, it does, it does beg the speak. question. She but it have. also does beg the question of if it was a, a Amy Schumer making that joke, the exact same and it's joke, funny you bring would her the up. reaction have been that? It's funny you bring her well, up. Well, Amy is not funny. Word. They wouldn't have invited her to host in the first place. Yeah. Well, but no, but this is about me asking Becky's perspective being that she's made that, she's drawn that out. I mean, that's her, it's the, it's the woman's hand right now. Well, it just, it just frustrates me. Cause like, had it been flipped and somebody said something shitty about Jada, she, or Will, she would have taken it and run with it. She would have made fun with him on her, talk show she would have you know oh did you hear that funny joke that amy schumer did blah 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 right and then like but will smith do you don't think would have gotten up and slapped amy schumer no no hell no 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 and i right. i think what i you mean jada right you're not advocate what i no 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 i don't mean i don't mean jada i mean had amy made people... a bald joke oh yeah, yeah. oh okay yeah. I, I i see what you're getting at will smith yeah, wouldn't yeah. have got up and smacked amy schumer but right no but what i'm saying is uh, what am i trying to say i'm trying to say that there's one common thread in this and it's jada she killed tupac <laughs> And she's she just killed she just killed Will Smith's career pretty much because she thought he, I mean, she needed him to stand up for her. Stand up, stand well, so up. This is your whole thing. red table talk talk show where you empower women and you stand up for women and you're like blah 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 after after you've made a complete fool of your husband because you cheated on his ass with like a twenty year old like. You know, here's the th here's the thing. Uh, okay, so let's let, if I can jump in there on that one thing because you've both brought it up. I've read about that. I didn't see it, and the thing that I that stands out to me, um, and I'll I'll talk more about that. But the fact that she said that this young guy fixed her right in front of right in front of her husband yeah. that that oh. to me is I have a hard time not dissecting the motivation behind those words and that expression the way that it was presented to be designed to crush him will smith like designed to be hurtful oh. i don't think that sounds honest in just i'm just telling my truth right like there's a difference between saying i feel like something was fixed because there's there's a there's a little bit of a question mark to what that doesn't a, apply uh like the uh, a responsibility to a person mm -hmm. right but to say i think he fixed me is to say well so he did something he correctly did something you couldn't do yeah he Make gave me something you couldn't she's do, toxic right Jada's i don't toxic. know that i don't so I, I definitely have some perspective on how I feel about Will Smith then and how I will feel about it's just Will more Smith proof now. Scientologists are batshit crazy. I just, the, the thing that bothers me about it. Well, look, that's a, you're, I don't want to go off too many 
exits on this highway. Yeah, I shouldn't but, have brought that uh, up. The thing is, is that, you know, if it were Amy Schumer. I hate her. Making that joke. Okay. Uh, we could definitely talk about why you hate Amy Schumer. Well, I just think that I, um, but, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I think because she stepped in and took this moment and made it about herself. And I absolutely despise that. She said. Oh, about saying she, she was traumatized. Traumatized. Oh, go fuck go yourself. fuck yourself. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And then, like, and she goes around <laughs> asking, like, she's the first, up first woman so ever angry. to have so a hysterectomy angry. and the first woman ever to have infertility troubles. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Right. I mean, look, I I, I'm not going to argue with that. I don't know enough about Amy Schumer. I don't really watch uh, or follow her. Uh, I know that those things are there. I, I think I use her as an example because if it's Amy Schumer or any, I mean, fill in the blank with any Tina Fey uh, person. Oh, Tina Fey. Great example. Okay. If it's Tina Fey. Tina the goddess. Uh, Tina, Show Tina and Amy. Yes, love <laughs> Tina Fey. So if one of them is up there and Will Smith walks up and slaps that person, the same exact thing plays out. My issue with it is I don't think they would go to Tina Fey and say, do you want us to arrest him? Right. I think the people that are running the show, and I, and I don't want to just obliquely say the Oscars, mm -hmm. the Academy. I don't know that the Academy makes the those decisions, but the people, the people who are running that event in that moment, if a woman were to be hit, it would not be at... It would not be where they would go to the victim and say, do you want him to leave? Right. They would remove him. Exactly. And they, that's, that's part of where my issue starts, yeah. right? They and totally you, fucked up. You kind of, you brought that up, but um, I cut you off, Becky. I don't want you to finish. You don't like Jada. You don't like Amy. Do you think Jada's toxic and responsible for the murder of one of the best rappers in the last 40 yes. years, 30 <laughs> years? Uh, so uh, <laughs> I just think the um, whole situation. I just please, think the whole situation continue. was handled so poorly. He should have been taken out right then and there. I mean, granted, he like his work in that movie was great, so the Oscar could have been his. But he should have been taken out. He should have been arrested. Chris Rock should have pressed charges. Like that's fucking assault. Well, okay. maybe not press charges, but I really think they shouldn't have actually given him the fucking Oscar at that point. Fuck around so, and find out, Will. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got something to say about that, too. Um, but so my question, because I've been anxious to ask, um, well, and you're a good person to ask this, too, because, mm. you know, you sort of check a lot of boxes to the the uh, of, a, of a classic, a few classic uh, female archetypes, right? Like you you like the the alpha Chad guy you like the big guy mm -hmm. you want to climb that tree mm -hmm. big muscular dude yeah. you like uh i i assume because you like feeling small and you like feeling protected and safe <laughs> and you like masculine guys you i know, like we masculine guys because my own father is a short fat bald man no, i'm just kidding <laughs> uh, shout out to short fat bald men in the world you I know mean, to be fair that's a pretty good way to avoid some sort of weird Who, uh, -like, like complex I like feeling protected because I didn't feel protected as a child because my dad was out. Fucking but I around. feel like that's, I feel like that's a figment of like, I, I, I want to respond to that later. I have been through a lot I, of I want to ask a question though. <laughs> I, I got it. I, I feel, I'm sure. Um, but the, the question I have for mm -hmm. you is rooted around uh, Tiffany Haddish made a comment post Oscars mm -hmm. and about the slap. And you know, I don't know if, are you familiar? Everybody knows who Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish, Haddish. is. Kind of. I love her. Okay. So Tiffany Haddish, comedian, um, ferociously intelligent and funny black woman. And her comments after it were that it gave her hope. Like she clearly liked that Will Smith stood up and, 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 and I, I don't know what her thoughts are at this moment, but at that moment, it was clear that she felt that that was what men should be there to do. Mm -hmm. That that she he protected his woman. 
I have many issues with that. I have a lot um, of issues. And that, that, and that gave her hope, right? So it sort of, it sort of makes this suggestion that there is, uh, and look, you can see it, and I'm sure you guys have. You're more involved with social media than I am. There is a cadre of women out there that believe that was the right thing, and Will Smith stood up for his woman, and that that was a good thing, and they were sort of cheering her on. If, I mean, look, I, if you don't listen to Breakfast Club every now and then, go watch a clip on YouTube mm-hmm. where, you know, they're they're fielding phone calls on their morning show and they've got a lot of women. And look, I don't think it's exclusive to any community of women. I don't think there's a, it's it's exclusive to any nationality, any, anybody. There are, are women or, or, you know, I'm sure there are trans individuals that feel this way too, but there is this thought from a lot of people that that is what men, what man, what a man should do when somebody talks about their wife. And I would like Becky, who clearly has an issue with what Tiffany Haddish's reaction was, but I mean, also you're kind of involved. You, there's a there's a Venn diagram of where you cross into some of these women's oh, yeah. spheres, no, right? Totally, yeah. You probably could share boner pictures of the men you get off to, yeah. Oh, yeah. right? And and the the whole idea she, of Tiffany feeling... Haddish fucked common. That's a life goal of mine. Like I. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Good example. So, but do you, so tell me where you land on this with perspective to what you feel men should do and, and, and just gut feeling and then your reaction to just women feeling that way. Okay. For this whole situation, the Oscar slap, there's a time and there's a place and there's a different way that it could have been handled. Backstage. Backstage. <laughs> Punch him. Um, also, it's a joke, right? A bad, a bad joke. joke. Some real snowflake shit. It's a joke. Um, sometimes, and you could see Chris Rock was like ready to. Lo- he had like he a was good right jokes there. in his head yeah. right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure the producers were in his earpiece saying, "Please don't." Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's just a guy waving his arms on the other side of the camera. He like, could have no. said so much worse than that. Oh, he really, really could. Do you guys want to hear my favorite Will? My favorite short Will Smith joke. Yeah. Sure. Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kevin Wild Klein. Wild I love Kevin Klein. Poor Kevin Klein. Oh, that's so sad. I just, I, everybody. Poor Kenneth Branagh, too, man. Everybody no dreams kidding. of my their God. man standing up for them. Like, that's my woman. I know, I do. But you this know? isn't some dude grabbing your woman's ass at a ball. Yeah, exactly. This is this was a joke. Prime in place. Taken way too seriously. Would I have been proud of my boy boyfriend or husband had it been? No. Mm-mm. I would be embarrassed. I'd be furious. I mean, if I, for as much as I might, like, I know that there are real limitations to trying to imagine what that might feel mm-hmm. like if I were the woman in a situation like that, but it would, it would bother me. Yeah. So, uh, but I'll, I'll go into that in a moment. Um, so you, you feel like that's a warped or just a, a mutated way of thinking about, uh, I guess gender roles, right? I mean, it, doesn't this kind of tap into that? Well, yeah, and here's the other thing: is that department? if you're a strong, independent woman and you're out there like I'm a, I don't need no man fighting for me, you know, like I can cheat on my husband, blah blah blah. Stand up for your fucking self. I can go through my son's cell phone numbers to get some dick. Yeah. Well, so this you touching on where I'm coming from with it, right? Like I, I don't. I guess that's where I, you know, the, that's where my issue is. Dude, I really hope um, he got a piece of Margot Robbie when he had the chance. Oh, she's, so, she's hot. <laughs> she's fucking hot. I mean, Jesus. she's gorgeous. She there, there's no doubt about it. But my my issue with Margot Robbie is that she, you know, she's not a natural blonde, right? Don't and if care. You put, no, but let me tell you, <laughs> if she were to show up with all brunette hair, she looks like my oldest sister. And that, so I can't have like a attraction to that person, right? Like I know she's gorgeous, but it's have just I like, met nah. this sister? Well, you met the very uh, 
you know, road miles, war-torn, alcoholic version. I meant late-stage sister. Gotcha. Yeah, you you meant late-stage sister for sure. I was going to say, if you've been fucking holding at him, I'm going to be pissed off. (laughs) No, no, but she was uh, in bad form. But that's the the way I remember her when Mm -hmm. I was a kid. Right. Fair. Okay. Fair. That that is what I remember. Is that she? Uh, that's what that's what comes to mind from it for sure. So that's all I'm pointing out. Um. Anyhow, I I want to make sure that you're you're done, Becky, before I go on my oh, rant about yeah. it. I mean, I don't. And before okay. we go on that rant, we should probably take a commercial break. Uh, sure. Why don't you call us out for it? And it's break time. (laughs) Here from our sponsors. You've been listening to another fine, fine podcast on the Rumination Radio Network. This is Game Agent E.T. from Oh God, It Hurts. And we hope you keep on listening to our fine, fine podcast here on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. We're back. And I'm going to take over the moment. And give you my five, probably more like 10 uninterrupted minutes about this thing with Will Smith and where I have an issue with it. And there are several little things that I have problems with. I think we've kind of touched on them a little bit. Um, first off, I, I think uh, Josh Brolin actually had a very interesting take on this uh, that everybody should look up because he. What a Thanos he made <laughs> Well, he made a point to say wait, that wait, in moments Thanos? like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Isn't technology amazing? He was great as Thanos, by the way. His acting is amazing. But Sorry. he actually had a really interesting point of view where he he said recently on a podcast that he really wished he was at the center of it because he felt like he could really read into those individuals' childhoods. like And whatever trauma or lack of trauma or whatever they dealt with as kids, he thought was right on display there. And I think he's got a point. Um, and I feel, you know, there's part of me that in the moment that it happened when i saw the clip on youtube that it had happened i was angry the whole night the whole night i was angry and i was ang- as the i think it was my first association with knowing what people mean when they say triggered and i want to explain why i was a kid that grew up in an abusive house where my my father would abuse us physically and, and it would start with my mother. And so seeing a person react to words with violence abruptly and then raising his voice and sort of dominating the energy and the mood of the room, it just invoked pure fury and rejection from me on a many levels. And I'm much on that boat of, you know, fuck Will Smith. That's where I was and to some degree still am. Right. Uh, That was initially it. And along with those thoughts were, why is it, you know, I have competing thoughts in my brain about Chris Rock's reaction. I admire the man's composure in the moments after for him to be able to maintain himself and have a have the dignity to maintain himself the way that he did and carry on with being a professional. Uh, And I and and in some way I understand what his motivation was in not having Will Smith removed. I don't think it should have been his choice, but I get where he's coming from. I mean, the, the damage is already done to Will Smith I don't know. at this point. Well, but I, I'm talking about in the moment. Like, in yeah. the moment, apparently they went up to him. I, I do think that the whoever's running the event should have moved his ass off and not given him a chance to, you know, I, I was really bothered by the standing ovation he gets for winning an Oscar like five minutes later. Especially when his only apology um, was love makes you do crazy things. Which is like right out of the abusive husband's playbook. Yep. Which again, bothers the shit out of me, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm, I'm bothered on, on many levels. And then as I start sort of breaking this down, and we've kind of touched on this with you, Becky, I, I have uh, probably because I grew up around ambitious, outspoken fighter women in my sisters and my mom, whatever criticisms I have of them, that's who they are. And they're not, and no disrespect to anybody who chooses to be 
whatever they want to be, homemaker, not homemaker, mom, stay at home. I don't, I'm not begrudging anybody that or any, I'm not saying that those things aren't uh, as noble. I'm just explaining that the examples that I had growing up were these women who would stand their ground and fight and, you know, do what they had to do. And I think I have this understanding where I feel like uh, that's the role of men is to be the co-pilot and women I'm, I'm using these old gender norms. If we're talking about husbands and wives from that old school way of looking at it, just in this example, that, that they're peers. I don't, I struggle to see it as dominant, not dominant. And I think that, you know, I know that I'm not a, I don't know what it's like to be a woman. I don't know that feeling of the protected thing or what. And I, and look, when a woman has said that to me, when my wife has said that to me, it feels great. But I sort of think that that's a figment of imagination. Like, it's not genuinely real. It's something that you interpret in the moment. That guy's big. He's going to protect me. There's just as much likelihood that that big dude is scared shitless of that gun pointing at him and is going to run away. Right? It doesn't, it doesn't really say anything about that person's reactions in the moment. Right? Like, fat, bald dad at home is just as likely to jump on a grenade as six foot four alpha chat. Mm. You don't know. You don't know until that moment actually happens. True. And that's where you get to see the proof in the mm-hmm. pudding. Like heroes come in all shapes and sizes. And I think the part where I get really bothered about that is that there's no, uh, like the Academy should have had him removed just as a, this is our standard of doing things. We reject that behavior. That shouldn't happen. And instead, they kept everybody st- sitting there. And then he goes and gives a speech, sheds a couple of tears, which I believe he's a good enough actor to fabricate. And everybody claps their hands. Or he's and, just a mental know, mess but, of a human being and it was real. Hey, look, both can be true. I think um, very and, and I, I agree with you. And I agree with you. And so that's where the other side of it comes, you know. And look, Miss Pinkett said the same thing uh, later. She said he, she didn't need him to stand up. Well, then why wouldn't you have stopped him in the why moment? Why did you look at him the why, way you looked at him? Yeah, like you're giving him an order. Yeah. And, 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 and certainly there's a part of me that at, when I start thinking like this, I start to have empathy. And I'm not telling you I'm forgiving and saying we shouldn't look at it. But I start to think, like you were saying, Becky, that's a, that's a guy who has been emotionally mentally verbally well and it's psychologically it's abused in in, in, in public, public. <laughs> she's out in there public. and that's blasting all yeah. of their private like intimate moments in this fucking podcast it just the podcast is, is it is it like a it Facebook started TV it started as a it started dumb. as a podcast and now it's like okay. a YouTube, Facebook, like they record it. Um, mm-hmm. They started recording after that whole Kardashian thing. Um, I'm afraid the, to ask, but let's continue When the on. one friend, yeah. You know, so we can go into that in a little bit. But so that, that was sort of my thing is for all the women like Tiffany Haddish who say, you know, uh, that, that, that gave her hope and that, that she. So I, I think I find those kinds of comments confusing. And I find them confusing because the only, like I said, the household I grew up in, my mother was one of those women that was trying to break the glass ceiling for equality, working in a executive position where she was the only woman and was constantly being shit on by the men around her, looked down upon, underestimated, undervalued. And I could recognize that as a boy. And so whenever it came to my own personal relationships and leading up into my marriage, I always felt very proud to champion the successes and be a part of, I always like refer to myself as the pit crew for my wife's endeavors. And I don't take any shame in that because I think that's a a noble role, just as much as it would be a noble role for uh, any woman to do that for the husband that she's with. Right. And I, you know, the old cliche behind every great man, I think that shit goes all directions. I don't think it's one way. And so for me, that was the other thing that bothered me is that, you know, you have somebody selling themselves out in public as being this headstrong on top of it, control alpha individual. But in the end, she's 
either she's just a manipulative asshole she's a murderer who <laughs> who who at a whim on a whim wants to be able to have the benefits of becoming the docile damsel in distress and and look it's not as if i don't understand that there might be a context where these things could happen in a way that i would approve of it but it would be so private it would be like two people who didn't have a television show where they were airing their their dirty laundry for likes and subscriptions and in order to create revenue uh would take that all out because you can't have both you can't be an attacked person who you can't make jokes about and go out on um, put out on distributed television or or online on social media these things that we've referenced about her having sex with one of her son's friends and then broadcasting her big reveal of that information to her husband. And then I think by now everybody has seen the clip of her recording Will Smith against his will. And he's saying, you know, my social media is my, uh, you know, my bread and butter. You don't just record me in my house without letting me know, you know, I mean, this is, it really shines a light on this person wanting, not only wanting it to have it both ways, but also being a hypocrite. I mean, she waited a couple of days before making a declaration that she didn't need that to happen. Now you give me a couple. And for just the, the base of example, Brando, you're a, you're a tall man sized, big dude, Becky, let's just imagine for a moment in some other alternative universe that you guys are a couple and you're out to eat and you she don't have so a lucky. television show. <laughs> I was just about to <laughs> say you don't have he a television so show. <laughs> <laughs> you both be so lucky. But no, I mean, you both don't have a television show. Nobody knows shit about you. And some guy or at another table gets up and starts talking shit about Becky's anything to people who don't know you, don't know anybody, even don't know him. And Brando gets up, walks up, and slaps the shit out of this dude, sits back down, and yells in front of everybody in the restaurant, keep my wife's name out of your motherfucking mouth, while the waiter comes up and timidly says, sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's a moment where I could go, okay, yeah, I get that. That's That makes sense to me. But even saying that, I have to say... The, if you're going to ask me who I think's going to go over and attack that dude first, my money's on Becky. I, I don't think it's Brando that goes over first. I don't even think there's a look. I think I'd Brando. Sit back, I'd sit back, sip my drink, and watch the fucking show. I'm just telling you, I think Brando sees this dude saying it, like literally starts to scoot his chair out and doesn't realize that Becky's already on top of the table next to him about to do like a WWE the flying elbow, elbow onto this dude's skull. <laughs> And yeah, the, exactly. The problem is with like, things like that. You have to think about the potential legal or legal or medical ramifications if that goes horribly wrong. Right, I I get that, but my point being is just Look, the impetus fake girlfriend to do Becky. It. I love you to death. You're a great girl. I ain't going to jail for you. I'm not, and I'm not going to jail for you. I would not. But his conjugal the, visits the, aren't real. Right. But this hypothetical situation is one of the few where I can say. I get where that would come. So on a, on a certain level, I get the impetus of it, right? Spell it. I'm still bothered that the, the, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see a, no, it's E no, it's I and then M no, I get it. I get it. And on that level, but once you're talking about being famous and then ex just totally opening up everything throughout your life, making it social media public fodder. And then, I mean, the gr one of the greatest, greatest comedians of our time comes out and makes a softball joke, a wiffle ball joke that is not cutting at all about a situation that he didn't know she had alopecia. I didn't know she had alopecia. I had no idea. Yeah, I thought it was. And a so then, fair and and well, and and you, and here's the other thing, Becky. You, the one I think I had a conversation with, you know, about 
it whether it's alopecia or whether it's effect of too much hair coloring and things like that. Mm-hmm. Is it traction alopecia thing? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Didn't she have dreads back in her Tupac days? Oh yeah, she did. So that's what you had mentioned to me that you thought um, that it was that. Yeah, because I feel like I mean, granted, I don't know her personally, and I don't claim to, you know. But yeah. it's a maybe. You think there's I, enough I evidence there? I feel like to she's think. such an. A, this is going to sound so bad for me to say. There are people out there that say they have certain things when they actually don't to get that attention. And I think I that's believe that nurse Becky. I've heard that from other nurses. I think that's Munchausen something that she right? does. Like a small Munchausen's, yeah. That's how. That's what I feel. Well. So let me um, let me finish up then on my last points of perspective because there is something else I want to say. Uh, I have a you know all those thoughts aside. We're three uh, Caucasians making an opinion about this, and most of the people making their comments, you know, you saw some of the kickback where people were saying there were a lot of white people clutching pearls, but the most interesting commentary. That I heard, and I, and I think everybody should really take the time to look at this, because it came from unexpected places. And I think, Becky, you actually had seen the same thing I did when, uh, what's, what's the show with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp? Oh, um, mm. I, uh, I, it's okay that it's not, I'm not, I don't watch the show. I don't either, but I, I, don't I love, watch the I show, freaking love but, Shannon Sharp. So exactly, and yeah, that's the thing. Skip I don't Bayless really. It'll so, come to so me. They you will, have, I'm brain dead right now. It'll come to me. So they will yell at each other. They will argue about things. And of course, like I said early on the show, the 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 reactions were hot, and uh, people were definitely you know sensitive and upset. And it was one of those things where I saw randomly on my YouTube feed that they he had a comment about it and and I wanted to hear it and I don't want to do the man a disservice but what is his name the, in the chat undisputed that's the name undisputed. I knew I was gonna come oh, okay so <laughs> so Shannon Sharp really should you should go and see it. I'm not gonna talk about exactly what he said but I found it enlightening mm-hmm. and moving because it was from the perspective of uh, black American and about the perspective of the black community and what it meant from both sides, what it meant to him and why he's offended about what Will Smith did and why he was so impressed about what Chris Rock mm-hmm. did. And the other uh, sports icon was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. There is an easily searchable article about his perspective on the the reflection on the black community, the effect of the black community on the black community. And it was brilliant and absolutely worth saying. And then, uh, and reading. And then the last one I would point anybody listening to, and it's just a short one is, uh, Terry Crews made a reference that, you know, he had, you know, he saved, you know, he had the whole community on his back, Chris Rock. You know that that the reaction from Chris Rock was was really built about that that he had the entire community on his back and that his reaction showed dignity and I I I'm and I'm hundred percent leaning into my my whiteness here if you if there is such a thing in that I did not intuitively think of that whatever my reasons are right mm-hmm. that was outside of my perspective. And I'm sure it's outside of a lot of people's perspective. That's not what they're thinking right. to do in their moment of reaction. And man, it it not only gave me a lot of insight, but it is what started making me feel um, empathy for whatever amount of it I have for Will Smith. Right. I feel bad for the guy. I still want to hold him accountable because that's the way I think shit should be done. Oh, totally. I get where he's a broken person. I don't think he's innocent. I think he's definitely culpable. I think 10 years away from the Oscars is bullshit. Um, But I get, again, 
with that in mind, I kind of understand that Chris Rock wouldn't want to go yeah. forward with that, right? My question, like, so like sense. the the ban that he got, it's 10 years from just going to the Oscars, correct? Like he mm-hmm. can still be nominated. Right, he can still win Oscars, okay. right? He can still win Oscars, which kind of makes that statement of the artist and the art, the art are different. Yeah. I believe I saw an article on CNN about the about the whole thing, and I think Will Smith actually resigned from the Academy, so I don't really know what that means. Nor do I care about, nor do I care because they're rich Scientologists. Fuck them. Well, so let me go back to Will Smith for a second, and and where I think if Wait, there were any, I just want to say, oh, wow, if there were nice. any ability for the man in what I define as uh, masculine, and we're going to talk about this, and dignified, at that moment that he walks away, if he really believes he's fucked up and he's not egotistical and self-centered, myopic, then the man gets his shit and he walks out on his own. And win, lose, whatever, he understands he's affected uh, what he's affected and he does not, deserve, he knows in his own mind he's going to self-punish, right? He knows that he doesn't deserve what's going to happen, and he moves on with his life. My problem, my biggest pissed-off problem with him is that he turns around and celebrates. He, he wins the Oscar. He goes out and parties the rest of the night. He's seen out picturing, partying, dancing to get jiggy with it. Ugh. All this normal stuff. And to me... Anything after that, any long apology, mm-hmm. any words, or uh, I'm heartbroken, I uh, can't believe it. That's not, that's all horseshit to me at that point. Yep. You've already missed any opportunity, right? No, if you're totally. going to go up, you're that offended. If you're that offended and you're not a psychopath, you go straight then home. You leave. Yeah, you go straight home. You leave. And you don't affect the people around mm-hmm. you. You go up to accept your award. You admit that after embarrassing yourself, you don't deserve this anymore and leave it on the podium and go back to your seat. You don't stay. You just don't stay. You fucking leave. I mean, that's the only, there's not a right, obviously, but you just leave. You don't need to be there. And for you guys to act like you're on top of the world. And look, let me tell you how it affects somebody like me because I'm I'm weird like this. I did not see, I did not see King Richard. And the, I think like two weeks later, it came out on HBO. I, I won't watch it. I wanted to watch it. I will not watch it. And, oh, by the way, that brings up something. How could you do that to that family? Oh, I know. How what could you, you overshadow? About? It's about oh, the, Williams yeah, family? the Williams family? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof. I, I, I would love to hear what they up on so many levels, it. it's almost impressive. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't, it, it, that's the, that's just like, I, if I were Venus and Serena, I would have been beside myself with rage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like this, this was our moment to be, this is our story. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I, I, I think it's disgusting. You know, that, that part really. That's that's all I have to say about the whole it's thing. It was infuriating on many levels, and it just disturbed the shit out of me that that's where he went with ooh, it. I got ooh, I got a question. Mm-hmm. All right, what, I'm done. Go for it. What was what was the more what was the better TV fuck up? The slap heard around the world, or George Bush doesn't care about black people? Janet Jackson's nipple. <sighs> <laughs> That was nothing. <laughs> that cagey nipple. God, how did it get away from us? Janet Jackson's yeah, nipple um, and her being banned from everything and made to look like the worst person in the world. Yeah, I mean, how hip, I mean, what a hypocritical thing to. She's horrible. Like, she's, yeah, I, I agree with you. Well, that's, I mean, at least Latoya thought for a while she probably wasn't the worst Jackson. <laughs> For a moment, <laughs> only for like five time. minutes. I mean, just for like. And yeah, then she went like, crawling to RuPaul Charles and was like, "Please put me on your show." And then people, and then people would then forget that Latoya Jackson exists. I mean, look, 
I, I just, uh, I think we've covered a lot of perspectives on it. And I, I think to wrap it up, I really encourage people. You should go we'll watch that episode. clip of undisputed. Um, you should totally read what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had to say about it uh, and pay attention to that reaction from um, not only famous individuals, but the reaction from the black community and, and including those people who feel like, uh, you know, unfortunately I'm not a huge Tiffany Haddish fan, but I found that that and look and, and to kind of point to her again, this alpha headstrong woman, those are the things I admire about her to say it gave her hope. I think she's in a unique situation as well, though. It sort of bothered the fuck out of me though. You know, if that's what, a, if that's what women think masculinity is. And that brings me to what other thing I wanted to cover on this, because I think real quickly, and I mean, real quickly, we're not going to dwell on this and try to wean it out because we're talking about this. I want one thing that makes what is masculinity? And I agree, we're gonna got we gotta start with Becky, right? We either gotta start with Becky or we gotta end with Becky. How do you masculine? Like, how do you judge somebody to be masculine? And uh the only thing that's off limits is dimensions in the physical realm. Like you can't say you have to be six feet tall, you're not masculine. Dick. No, just kidding. <laughs> someone that can change their own tire. Someone whose butt crack yeah, doesn't hang out when they're tire. fixing my plumbing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how this goes <laughs> where do you plug it in i well I, I look do you it, want me to start go ahead please yes i do i think what i find most sexiest sexiest what i find that's to good be i like the way this... it comes out i like what i find most sexiest <laughs> well get your lady boner the hardest what makes me like know that i found somebody that i I really would like to take a relationship further with is how they react to a situation. I think how you react right. to something shows if you're masculine or if you're a little punk ass bitch. That's how it's always been for me. Like when I was younger, I never considered my father to be masculine because he left us. He was out fucking some other lady. Agree. Yeah, he horrible. walked away from he too. walked away from his family. He'd come home and he'd call my mom the most horrendous names, right? You two make me my feel so much better about my dysfunctional <laughs> family. Jesus Christ. I would I would literally sit in my room, I was six or seven, and listen to my mom pay, play Barry Manilow and cry in the living room. Like to this day, I can't listen Barry to Barry Manilow. Manilow. Like, why couldn't she pick another <laughs> she artist? loved Barry Manilow? Okay. Like, why Barry Manilow? <laughs> Why very man alone? It, I think it was like their wedding song or something. She would sit in the living room and cry to it. But oh god, that's tragic. She well, loved Barry Manilow. She loved him. Um, my mom's no, amazing, but she's got terrible song. taste that would in be music. So, that's so we'll never, broken hearted. Yeah. I'll never think man, of Mandy rough. the same way again. Um. So I. Your mom's name isn't Mandy. Is no. Uh. Uh-uh. It's Kathy. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> um. Kathy. Uh. So I base. I base my masculinity scale on how somebody's going to react to something and how somebody treats me. If somebody opens a door for me, if somebody, you know, walks in front of me, if they walk to the right of me, if we're like by a street, that's masculine to me. It doesn't have to be your size, your shape. Um, Right. If you can match me wit for wit and not get butt hurt when I call you out on shit, that's masculine to me. It's like a feeling. Okay, so that that's interesting though. That's interesting that you bring that up because that's what I always found growing up with the men my sisters would date, for instance. Because I mean, I I pick on my mom about it now, um, and I, I still pick on my sisters about it because it was they always ended up with the men that they would sort of be outspoken about hating mm-hmm. it was always that guy and i would I, and i've always identified boners, that or the power of always, lady boners in this case i sort of identified uh that that inferiority complex right mm-hmm. to women to successful women to headstrong intelligent women that that was the most unmasculine thing right but in actual in the world Mm -hmm. it doesn't play out that way you know because if you're a guy who isn't that can sometimes 
you know, because of the women out there that that want the big, strong alpha guy. And if you don't have those insecurities, then like Brando said, if he saw you get up on a table in your fictitious other universe relationship <laughs> and like go to attack somebody yeah. that he would sit there and watch it. That's not like I feel like that's that peer to peer thing. To, that be, I'm fair, talking I, about. to be fair, I'd sit and watch because I'd be scared of the collateral damage she might cause me. Right. Yeah. But I mean, look, we she might both be wild and I might catch a punch trying to break it up. I don't know. Catch these hands. I think I would be there to watch her throw hands, but catch the minute the guy threw a hand, like the minute the guy threw a hand back, I'd jump in. These hands are small, but they exactly. are mighty. They are mighty. They have pulled weaves out. Okay. <laughs> but look, I mean, look, I'll give you a great example. My my sister, who uh, my closest in age sister, who's still older than me by 10 years, when I was a little boy, she was the one who taught me how to fight. First person ever mm -hmm. taught me how to fight. And I watched that woman hit a man like a man. Like I've seen her yeah. knock a dude on his ass. And that sort of set a standard for me where there were times when I would be dating where I play rough with wit and back and forth with the person I'm with. And anybody who knows my wife understands that, you know, if it, there were so many times where the girl I was with would not understand that that was something I needed. Yeah. Right. That's how I expected women to be. I didn't want the little tender, delicate, you know, flower, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and so I couldn't, I, I don't know how to deal you with You know that. what, like, I would get annoyed with that. Gets me, like, the hottest thing I think a man can do that I'm just, that I just, like, uh, like, fall for is, like, when you, <laughs> I'm never going to let that go. <laughs> is Change when you, like, you go out with a group of friends and you're, like, dating or whatever and you go out and you, like, know you're together and he's totally comfortable with that. Like, he knows you're going home with him. So he doesn't need to be like right. on top of you. He doesn't need to be like he doesn't need to claim right you. To you. He doesn't need to piss on you and say right. my bush. But you look my over bush. for a minute, like if he's at like a different bar from you, and you look over. Are you talking about pubes, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking about a Family Guy reference. <laughs> but you look over Sorry, and he gives ahead. you that like grin, like yeah, I know. I know you're going home with me. Oh my god, that's the hottest thing. That is the hottest thing to me. But that's real confidence. Oh yeah. Right? I mean, that's genuine yeah. confidence. I, that's the guy who doesn't need reassurance. Yeah. Can I can I give you a male perspective on that? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree. Because if I know she's coming home with me that night, whatever, it's no big deal. And if you do step out on me, well, that's your fault. No big loss. Yeah, that's your fault. But that is she so sexy that somebody can let their significant other go and be themselves and do their own thing and dance the way they want to dance. But yet, no, you're going to go home with that person. Oh, that, that guy's getting fucked so hard when we get home. <laughs> <laughs> take notes, guys. Take, take some notes. Just here. that like cocky, like you look and you make eye contact with him and he does that cocky little grin that gets me every fucking time. I mean, look, I, I, I like that. You're, you're really speaking my language on that one, right? Like I get, I, I kind I'm with you on that assessment. That is more on my brand of masculinity. I don't, I don't really believe that it's like, I don't need to, to ride in with a cape oh, on totally. a horse with silver shining armor, right? I just need to be there. Because you like, don't I know wanna... who's armed and fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. You, need to, okay. be there. Back to you need to be there to clean the dead birds off of my front porch. That's all I'm asking. Well, not only that, right? No, I mean, great, great example. But the other part of it is, is, is kind of like what Brando said. I'm there behind that person that I'm supporting. And if it would be true if it were, I were in a gay relationship mm -hmm. and that was another man, it would be You're, true. true if about it's five my years wife. away from, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it would be true that I would wait until that person like tagged me in, like it was a wrestling match, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I'm if they turned around and you. said like that, like I need you now, go. I'm like I'm in, right? That person needs help. Yeah. I'm there. You're always Perhaps ready my, to be in there. my next relationship. I think we're gonna have to establish a code word for that situation. When you're gonna, when you need a tag team. 
if she needs me to step in with something, oh, okay. look and say the word game on. Nice. Yeah. Look. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. I mean, look, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that, but that, that I'm glad we're on the same page on, on what's uh masculine. What is not really? Yeah. I mean, that's, that that I think we we maybe I, I'll be honest with you I didn't know that we would go for an hour on all mm-hmm. of this but I'm glad we did because I think we covered it uh, really well. Now not, I like not only talk about those idiots again. Not only our perspective, but like also just encouraging people to read past just their own individual perspective, right? And to to kind of, I think there's a lot to learn there uh, personally. You know, I I do feel like there's a lot to learn. I think, yeah, and, I think it's important too that you, know, you take a look back at Chris Rock's past because that shows you a lot of um, how much strength he showed as well. I admire that kind of composure uh, more than I can easily put into words. Yeah, I but also, really how much of that composure it. initially was just the shock? Oh, totally. Yeah. I look. No, I mean, look. When he was walking up, he had his hands behind his back. Yeah. Because again, you're, and, you're, and, you're, you're thinking, you know, just going to come up, like put a shoulder around a fellow black comedian. Will Smith's not really a comedian, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And just, you know, make a little joke about it and then just say, meet me backstage and walk off. That could have been a funny That bit. should have been the way that it yeah, handled. That would have been hilarious. Even if he leaned in to where people could hear it and he said in a calm cadence, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, bro. That to me is a scarier situation. To have somebody walk up like that and flex like that, that would have been real is hot. A scarier situation. Someone that much bigger than you. Sorry. So okay, so Becky, no, no, I'm glad you added that. Please finish that thought. Like, go, get go further. Sorry, with that, that would have been so sexy. Like, just, he puts his arm around him like, and like a cock, and like a cocky in. grin, like keep keep my wife's name yeah. out your fucking mouth. We're gonna talk about this. Ooh. No, yes, that I would have been like, smile, he waved to the crowd and just say, We're gonna talk backstage. <laughs> and I just say and they just walk backstage. And there you go. The you rest have your of words the with audience, Chris walk, and there's the bit. The rest of the audience would have been cheering mm-hmm. him. If he'd done that and everybody heard it and went out calling through like, man, Will's the man. They would have given him two Oscars five minutes later. He would have had like, he would have had 20 year old no. 20 year old girls on his phone being like, or, hey, or, or what if or what if he just I want to fix you, baby? <laughs> or, or, or what if he just like, like gave the what if he just gave like the Babu from Seinfeld finger shake? Yeah, look, I, 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 I don't know how else I can really. I think what Becky said is what I was saying is the way it should be, right? It should be he should have walked up and been like calmly, just like, "Hey, man," you know. I, I just think that's there's a there's a way to be assertive and strong mm-hmm. and masculine that doesn't involve yeah. slapping somebody yelling out loudly acting like you you know not you deserve to be there so much that you're allowed to get away with that that's what bothers me and and if you think about it pertaining to the examples of abusive childhoods that we've put out there becky that's the thing Mm -hmm. right we never saw consequences all the consequences were paid by the victim and that that's where that shit sort of bothered me so and us mm-hmm. all of us well not brando kind of, apparently he had a snowflake upbringing it's also kind of a it's also kind of a <laughs> bitch made move to open hand slap another man in my opinion oh dude you know what i kept thinking about i kept thinking about that bit from the Chappelle show <laughs> what are the flat fingers say to the face because what he said afterwards when he goes he said you don't slap another grown man he goes when they used to do that in the old days somebody had to go <laughs> 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 it was pistols and dawn, you know what I mean? That's uh, what was so funny about that shit. All right, all right. So we've come. We got to wrap. We got to wrap. We're gonna wrap it up soon. But Brando, uh, we'll save Elon Musk Twitter stuff, all that kind of more current stuff for another episode. But Brando, you've got a bit of a a grand old announcement to make. And Becky, I, I don't know how many breakups you've gone through, but I, I hope you have your tissues ready. 
Well, we'll talk. We're going to talk about it next time. We've hit an hour, yeah. and we got to keep the we got to keep the listeners coming back for more. Guys, thank you for coming back for another episode of Brevity Box. We really enjoy making these episodes, and hope you enjoy listening to them. Check out any of the other podcasts on the roster of podcasts at the Ruminations Radio Network at our website at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. We'll keep making them. You keep listening. There's a lot of opportunities to support us there. You can join our Patreon. There's a link on the website. And you can also just tell your friends and at the very least hit the subscribe button and be and get notifications on whatever app you listen to that there's a new episode out and we'll just keep them coming. We appreciate you guys coming back every week. Uh, thanks, Becky. Thanks, Brando. I can't wait till the next episode. This was really good and long overdue. Um, I, I just can't wait. I'm glad you guys were here. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Stop it. Right now. Fuck, Go goodbye. Hey kids, it's Don Shanahan from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, one of the podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. If you've been enjoying this show, come listen to Will Johnson and I fight it out over cinema's best and worst on Cinephile Hissy Fit. Find us and all the great shows over on ruminationsradionetwork.com.